And then that day, I was upset with my mom. And I just spoke straight up in Chinese. <laughs> and I was like, what is Whoa. this? Who am I becoming? Whoa. You're turning I'm becoming into your my mom. mom. I'm turning into my mom. Have you guys yeah. had moments where you're like, I'm becoming my mom? My name is Kaylee, and you're listening to the Socially Awkward Podcast. Yeah, so like some people are a certain way. Like some women uh, enjoy taking care of the house. Some women love cooking. But not everybody loves cooking mm. or taking care of the house. So... Just because women are, some of us like that, doesn't mean all of us like that. So it's not like a good thing to lump it together. Mm-hmm. Like your role models, it shouldn't be you because you are different people. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like, just because something is stereotypically feminine doesn't mean that the guy shouldn't know how to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and vice versa. And vice yeah. versa. Yep. Like, yeah. I should know how to change a car wheel, but <laughs> a man should also be able to cook meals and soap. Yeah, or even it's do like the basic skills. Health yeah, it's life skills. Yeah. It's, right. it's so important. Like if your Wi-Fi router just like gives up on you, like I'm not gonna wait for my dad to come here. I'm gonna <laughs> do it myself. Exactly. The key is to turn it on and off again. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that yeah. solves all the yeah. problems. <laughs> and then like panic for five seconds and then be like, oh my gosh. Hey Google, oh, Dad. Hey Google. <laughs> yeah, you can You're find like, what do I do? anywhere. Yeah. yeah. And information is free. Nothing. Okay. I would say for. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, so like the thing is because information is so easy to come by nowadays, right? I feel like for a lot of things, there is really no excuse for you to not know how to do something. Like, even if the information is like false, you just try it out. Try and error. Trial and error. Don't be afraid to fail. I feel like it's it's not necessarily that. It's just like you not being like exposed enough or like people not encouraging you to like learn mm-hmm. a certain thing like i know my brother knows how to cook because like my mom actively made sure that he knew how to cook and like full stop right and like when my brother left to go overseas like a lot of like the tech stuff or like whatever my mom needed help with that we would usually ask my brother to do like i had to do now right mm-hmm. but i wouldn't have like actively learned how to like i don't know like fix a printer before this Mm. right because it wasn't something that like i don't know like people my my dad would be like yeah why don't you try this it's always like my brother because like he does the stuff or like he knows how to do it so it's not like i actively like didn't want to learn but yeah sometimes it's like there was always just somebody else to do it yeah there's always somebody else to do it like you don't necessarily have to learn how to like um fix your buttons if like your mom knows how to do it and she offers Mm -hmm. to do it for you at the same time, that shouldn't make you closed off to the idea yeah. of learning how to do it. I think that's sure. the problem yes. that exists. It's not wrong to have interests and let the person with the interest... Like, John is very into tech and stuff. Yeah. Like, he, he likes gear. So, it's not wrong to assume, okay, maybe John will be interested in fixing this. Or maybe John will be more willing to fix this than Rebecca. Yeah. Because he has this interest in tech, whereas Rebecca doesn't. Mm. But... To say, okay, yeah, Rebecca will never learn how to do it because she doesn't want to and she doesn't have to. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Like, or, like, only John should do the tech stuff and, like, Rebecca should learn it because, like, Rebecca has never done it before yeah. and she's bad at it. Yeah. I mean, Everybody like, starts somewhere. Yeah, everyone starts somewhere. And I think it's great when, like, you're faced with that, like, opportunity to learn something new and to, like, go and do it. Because, like, if you're a guy, you know how so buttons, like, if you're go shirt, for it. Like, yeah, if, if, if one of the button just falls off, you should, you can do it immediately. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it's a great life skill. And it's about it's on being independent. Yeah. Learning how to take care of yourself and like being being able to be there for yourself. I think it's Yeah, it's not cute that you don't know how to cook or clean. 
It just shows me that you don't know how to be an independent functioning human. <laughs> this goes for both guys and girls. Yes, it's not yeah. cute that you don't know how to do those things. Mm-hmm. No, because I remember me like two years ago going like, no, I can't cook. Like, I cannot at Look all. Look at where you are I'm going to burn a kitchen down if I try anything. I only can use a microwave. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's not quirky. It's like, it's like <laughs> I can only cook an egg on like Maggie noodles, you know? <laughs> but now you're cooking too. pasta and everything and on now the you stove, know right? Cook. Yeah. And now you know how to boil water from the stove instead of in a, in a pitcher. Good lord. Pitcher? Bro. Kettle. Kettle. That's one. I know words. Yeah, but like going back to like the whole idea of like being told like you should do something or you like you shouldn't do something. Do you think you've ever been like told like you should or shouldn't do something or you should do something a certain way because like you were a girl? Yes. Like sitting. Oh. I think the most basic one is sitting. I would like, like to men spread, okay? Full stop. No, exactly. I sit like, like a Karanguni man. <laughs> <laughs> so like... What? Yeah. Karanguni. Eh, you know the legs are? Like the legs yeah, are yeah. called Karanguni. Yeah. Galanguni. Gar- like the guy that like... Gar- the peepees. <laughs> yeah, the horn. The person who comes to like buy like new stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not Karanguni. Trishaw Rider. Trishaw Rider? Uh, bro, those are two there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, Where Singapore knowledge. <laughs> no, but anyway, now. the point is like my Singapore yeah, knowledge is like the chat. yeah, no. So basically, the point is like here in Singapore, right? Um, we've got these trishaw riders from I don't know years and years and years ago, and the stereotype is that they always sit with their leg up. It's so comfortable. It's comfortable. It's so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, they, the stereotype is that they always sit with their leg up, so that I don't know actually. It's just it's just, just comfortable. It's just how it's just like aunties do. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. uncles. I'm not sure. I yeah. feel like everyone does it, even the aunties that tell you not to. We just mm-hmm. do it at home. Yeah, yeah. Because no, because we because, because they know it's comfortable. Yeah. They know it's comfortable. You have like an extra armrest and everything's yeah. like stretched you out. You have something to like hug. Yeah, it feels it feels solid. Not being touch deprived. Asian touch deprivation turns into me sitting with my leg up. Yeah, but but it's really annoying. Yeah. It's like, girls, you should sit with your legs crossed like this. And guys, they can't sit like this. It's like, why can't guys sit like this? I well, mean, guys sit I mean, like, guys sit like that. Yeah. I'm like, I want to just sit like this, you know? Like, let me embrace it. No, Wait, but also, oh, sorry, go ahead. You know something? So, like, my legs naturally, sometimes if I'm sitting on the MRT, I'll, like, I don't even see it. It'll be like this. Uh-huh. Um, but if you sit like this for, like, half an hour, after a while, it gets kind of tiring. Mm. So, like, naturally, you'd want to, like, your legs fall. Relax your yeah. muscles. Yeah. Like something yeah. like this. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Up that's that's like fine. Like, yeah, no, it's I, just how your hips are designed. Nobody's yeah. hips yes. are, are like, gonna stay still. <laughs> and also, like, crossing your legs is not very good for your knees. Yeah. It's what? comfortable. Yeah, but it's not very good for, for your knees. Oh, and that like, explains so general. much about my body. <laughs> and, like, I, I read somewhere <laughs> that, like, <laughs> that one person would always, like, you would tend to just cross, like, one leg over the other and not, like, the other yeah. way. And then your body gets used to that. Yeah. And, and it's not good. So, like... Interesting. I actually used to have hip problems because I wouldn't cross one side. Interesting. Yeah, so... Well, the fun I fact, still have I guess, hip problems. Sit but... in variety, guys. Sit, sit in, in variety. variety. Yes. Sit in variety. Yeah, as much as sitting, though. I think, um... Well, no. My family was pretty chill about most things I do. In fact, the other day, my dad commented that he hadn't he hasn't seen me doing the laundry, and I was just like, <laughs> "Yeah, isn't that ever a chore? Seen, yeah, but I don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> um, yes, because <laughs> I tend to cook and do the dishes more. Mm. And my brother usually does the laundry because mm. I'm busy doing homework and not procrastinating. Yeah, mm. yeah, so, <laughs> sure, <laughs> uh-huh, not procrastinating. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, 
I think my family's quite chill. Like, climbing things, my dad's always, like, really chill with that. Like, he, he likes it when me and my brother climb things, because he'd rather that we, like, we are actively and visibly fit than, like, sitting Staying at home doing nothing. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, wait, Rebecca, we're both like... It's just what? different. It's just different. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yes. Mm, yes. Um, I think for me, it was, um, like, the way that we expected to like look like my grandma would be like oh you know like us girls like we need to like keep our skin like smooth wrinkle free scar free and like look at me i have like so little scars and i'm like 60 something and like i'm like grandma those are like sunspots okay well it's it's, it's unavoidable like you have sunspots that's fine. No one's judging you for that, right? Right. But like, yeah, I do take care of myself, right? But when I was young, I had like, I would like scratch my scabs mm. because it was like a big, I don't know, I just didn't like how it looked and it was just like sensory thing. Like, I yeah. like feeling pain as, 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 as weird as that sounds. Okay. So like, I got a bunch of like scars. And then my grandma was like, oh my gosh, look at your scars. They're like 50 cent coins. Like, you're not going to get married. Like, no one's going to get married because, like, no one's going to want to marry you because you have scars in your leg. And I was like, wow. I didn't know that scars define a person. Yeah. No, and it's like, why are you assuming I want to get married? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like society is changing so that you don't need to be married in order to be, like, stable or secure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, I feel like the fact that she's, like, getting married to kind of be, like, a standard. Yeah. Say something about how she values women. Since maybe not not. Well, I feel like that's how I can't assume her life. It's like, oh yeah, you're gonna study now, and you're gonna find a boyfriend, you're gonna get married, and then you're gonna stay at home while he like goes to work, and, and then stuff. you've made it. Yeah, and like that's it. And it's like, is that life? I think like, Singapore. I don't really like that, you know. But I mean, like to be fair, like that was their how generation, they did. right? Yeah, that's yeah. what they did. So it's 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 understandable, mm. but at the same time, like you just you can't force it down your throat, and like. To any 12-year-old, that does not sound nice. Like, yeah. when I was 12, I wanted to get married, okay? Yeah. Like, I didn't know that marriage was more than just, like, a love thing. or yes. like, a financial legal <laughs> thing, okay? But when I was 12, I wanted to get married. Like, who doesn't want to, like, fall yes. in love, right? So, that really hurt. I was... Not because of, like, the marriage part. It was, it was kind of the, you look this way and nobody wants yeah. someone yeah, that yeah. looks And you start getting more self-conscious. Yeah. I, I was really self-conscious yeah. about it. Like, I never wore shorts. And it took me a long time to be, like, comfortable in, like, who I am. Yeah. And know that, like, despite having scars, like, it's fine. You know, like, scars don't define who we are. Yeah. Like, remember that day that my mom and grandma were commenting on my acne? And because, like, it's been a lot, like, been stressed out a lot. So, like, it started coming out. Mm. So, I'm like, okay, you know what? It's fine. It's normal. I'm just going to leave it alone, right? Yeah. And then he started coming out to me. And you're like, oh, my gosh, your acne is so bad. You haven't been drinking water. You've been so, like, you've been eating shit. You're not eating right. Right, right. And then I'm out here going, like... It's just acne. It's fine. It's normal. I'm it's a girl. Normal. I'm, yeah. I, it's normal. It's fine. Teenage girl. And then my grandma yeah. goes, I can, wreck, I can wreck you for this. I'm trying to like be taking care of your skin for you and showing that I care for you. Huh? And I'm like, yeah, but acne is normal. Yeah. It's fine. It's a normal part of life. No, right. and that's the thing. I think often like these criticisms come because it's with... Out of act it's, of love. It's an act of love, but... They don't the, face it properly. It's not so much that, but rather the culture that they grew up in, like for my grandma, for her money is security. So mm-hmm. like, that's how she shows love. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to sound like such a brat. No, so like money is how she shows love because yeah. that's that's what she knows. Like mm-hmm. she grew up 
really poor and I mean like well and tail end of World War Two. She literally uh, got sold off to my grandfather's family. Yeah. So for her, money is security and mm. like I understand that. So I think my grandma has always been like pretty proud of me and my brother, partly because she's shocked that we can do anything for ourselves. Mm. Um if you ask her, right, like we're still the little three-year-old kids mm. that came home from the United States. It's like, <laughs> an offering. Simba. <laughs> and, yeah. So it's hard for her to break out of that mindset, out of that yeah. cycle. So she wants to do everything for us, but she is it's very hard for her to reconcile that she can't do those things because she is getting older. Like, she, when she holds bowls, right, her hands will shake and she just got dementia and, like, she just can't do as much as she used to. And I think that weighs very heavily on her because her whole life, all the love that she has really known and understood is giving, but never receiving. Mm. So it's very hard for her to receive for herself. Mm-hmm. And she, I don't know if it's like an inadequacy thing, but maybe it is because like, she was like basically sold into servitude, right? Mm. Giving is, like, all she knows. Mm. All she knows is, like, serving the people around her. And that's her love. And sometimes, like, because she is getting older and she can't do as many things as she used to, I feel like that has changed from serving into, like, giving money. Because she's like, oh, you know, like, I can't take care of you anymore. Mm. Here's money. Like, the money will take care of you when I can't. Mm. And I understand that. But at the same time, it's hard to express that I value her presence more than her money. Because the money goes away. The money doesn't stay forever. Mm. I mean, once it goes into your bank account, it's just another number. And, like, there is no really real sense of attachment to that. But experiences with the people you care about can't can't always be bought. Mm. Like, sure, you can pay for holidays or trips or whatever it is. Or you can pay for meals. But you don't always need those things in order to have the memory of the person. Mm. So I think, like, to kind of go back to what you were saying, Danny, um, just their idea of love is, for better or for worse, criticism. Because they want you to be better. But it's hard for them to understand when their idea of better doesn't align with yeah. yours and doesn't align with what is suitable for today's society. Yeah. And because, partly because of the age, it's hard for them to reconcile as well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Because, like, the mindset is very different. Mm. For me, it's like, hey, agony is part of life. Like, everyone's going to get it at some point. If it's scars, it's scars. It's fine. It's normal, right? Everyone gets it. Wrinkles are fine. You're going to get it at some point. So to me, it's, it's okay, it's not a big deal, but to them it's like, hey, if you're a girl, you gotta, like, look good. It's not like, people are not gonna want you and stuff like what, you know, you said. So, like, they don't understand the way that I view things. Yeah. So, which is why there's a bit of, like, a border there kind of thing. And what's, like, kind of frustrating sometimes is, like, like, grandma, didn't you have acne when you were young? Yeah. Right? And the thing is, they went for, like, all these skincare things or, like, surgery to get rid of it. And so they don't want me to, like, go through that and be, like, in the future and be like, oh, no, I've got to spend money on skincare now because I didn't take care of my skin in the past. Right, right. But they don't understand that it's, like, I'm okay with acne. I've acknowledged that I do have it, and it's a normal part of growing up. 
Yeah. Like, as much as, like, being told hurtful stuff by, like, men can hurt, but being told it by, like, women, women. that you care for and care for you and comes across as hurtful to you in that certain situation, in that context, it hurts even worse. Because yeah. it's like, don't you know how I feel? Yeah. Or, like, seeing, like, periods as, like, a shameful thing. Yeah. It's like, didn't you go through this as well? And, like, I thought we should be, like, sticking together mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Like, wouldn't you know, like, the pain as well, right? Yeah. So, in a sense, like, that's that's a shame. But at, at the same time, I think I'm glad that, like, our generation has also, like, opened up and been able to, like, embrace the fact that people come from different childhoods, different upbringings. And it's a, in a sense, like, that can make us a little bit more understanding, mm-hmm. um... And as Emma said, that the way that they come across and they show their love. I think it's important to understand the context of their generation. Because back then, like, with this whole, like, beauty thing, right? Women, it mattered. I feel like it mattered a lot, a lot more. Yeah. Not to yeah. say it doesn't matter now, but back then, if you couldn't get married, there mm. were only so many things that you could do. And, like, marriage is that security. Yeah. For them. So if you don't get married, you're not as secure. It's, like, a yeah. way of protecting yourself Because you yourself can't have kids. Almost. And if you can't have kids, then, like, this and this and this. Yeah, and, yeah. like, having kids and getting married, it's, like, it's a way of securing your future for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, for, I don't know, the whole, like, bring honor to your family, blah, 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 whatever it is. I feel like that matters less and less now. Yeah. I literally have friends who, <laughs> they come up and they're like, the bloodline ends with me. No! <laughs> yeah, so many yes. <laughs> So many. <laughs> with my family is like Loki, me and my brother, we look at each other and we're like, yeah, the bloodline ends here. <laughs> all our grandparents in the past all screaming at us. They're like, what are you doing, child? I bring doing? dishonor to my family. <laughs> at this point, the, the only one person that like I know that may continue the bloodline is my brother. That's it. <laughs> may. Just may. Just got a girlfriend. Just got a girlfriend. But yeah, we're like talking about like understanding like like, generations, and, mm. like, how, like... The generational gap between yeah. women and understanding each other. Mm. Yeah. There's a thing, though, like, um... Kids who go through domestic abuse, even though, like, it's kind of obvious they don't want to, that to happen to their own kids, a lot of the times it does happen to their kids. Mm. So it, It's like the cycle of abuse. Yeah. yeah. It's cycle. And it's not necessarily, like, intentional, but at the same time, like, I don't know, like, it's, it's, it's just this whole thing of, like, nature versus nurture. Mm. <laughs> it's, like, coming out. Um, but, like, I, I'm thinking about, like, oh, you know, like, sometimes when, like, my mom gets, like, really upset, like, she talks in Chinese, okay? And she talks, like, really fast in Chinese. Oh, no. And I'm, like, I, I'm scared when I hear that because it stresses me out. Like, we suddenly switching the languages. Okay. Oh, no. And, and it's, like, not, like, complicated Chinese words. It's just, like, why so many males talk to go? Okay? Oh. Like, all this kind of stuff. Oh. And then, like, <laughs> oh, for those who don't understand, it's like, why didn't you do this? Yeah. yeah. And then that day, I was upset with my mom. And I just spoke straight up Chinese. <laughs> and I was like, what is Whoa, this? Who am I becoming? Whoa, you're turning I'm becoming into my mom. Yeah, I'm turning into my mom. Have you guys had moments where you're like, I'm becoming my mom? No. Yeah. I think it was when no. I, I realized my that my dad. anxiety is inherited. Oh, you guys see something. No, because that's the thing. Um, when you grow up, you just tend to mirror those around you, especially your first influences, which would be your parents. Mm. So, Even if you have the self awareness that you don't want to become like the bad parts of them, it's just unconscious. You yeah. just tend to copy them, and unless you like consciously hit it off, it's usually yeah, it just happens. So I was like, dang, I'm becoming my mom. I'm scared. <laughs> well, like me, when I'm trying I don't to like, think you ever my siblings. like 
your mom exactly though. No. Yeah. yeah. I, I won't be as assertive as her. I won't be as Yeah, persuasive. no, you've got too much anxiety for that. Anxiety again. But like, mom, I love you. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, it's not that... Okay, when I say like, I don't want to become like my mom, it's like, I don't want to... Um, yeah, I don't want to like speak like bullet fast in Chinese because like that stresses me out. But right? Can you speak? Bada stress yourself out. No. She's about to become Eminem but Chinese. <laughs> yeah. Um. And like my mom has many qualities about her that like I really love. Like her being like persuasive, I think is something that I I, I think is great. Right. Like I personally don't have that. Um. But but yeah, you know, like when you're in like. The dynamic, right? And it's the dynamic. Yeah. Uh, you may see it like a certain way, but I feel like as I grew older, like I started to understand my mom more. Like, cause like you know when you have like conversations, you ask her how she grew up. Then yeah. like yeah, I am like psychoanalyzing people, but yeah, like okay, so this in your childhood, this is why you do this now. Okay, yeah, understandable. And so yeah, it's <laughs> just trying to understand. I said that so many times. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's important because. The biggest conflicts come when Sorry. the biggest conflicts come when we stop trying to understand each other, yeah. or when we approach this understanding with the perspective that I am right and yeah. nothing will change, or like approaching it with I want to just change your mind. I want to change yeah. your mind. Yeah, just like I, I just like it, yeah, it doesn't work. Like they have they'll have to do it by themselves over time, yeah. and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Yeah, so be it. It's can the other things that you have in common bind you together stronger than the differences that you have. Yes. And, like, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. That's okay. But can you make peace with that yeah. not be okay? Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's because I've always been able to understand, like, try to get myself my mom's shoe. I try to understand, like, why she's doing this because, like, oh, she's got stress from this and this and this. Mm. So then I try to be more understanding of it, but then to the point where it's, like, sometimes it's toxic for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right, like you start like invalidating yeah. yourself, yeah, just to like validate her, mm-hmm. and then I end up invalidating myself. But even so, with like conversations with my mom, like I think the really serious one that I had like with my parents a while ago, I think a lot of people told me that you can't expect them to change, and it's not gonna like happen immediately, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, it's gonna take a lot of time, and sometimes it might go back and forth, yeah, and which is true, like. There are some days where we've got like our better days and there's others where it's like we're both stressed out and trying to like deal with our own things. Mm. And it's like, yes, I understand you're going through your own things, but I'm also going through my own stuff. And I can't help you with your own like if you wanna vet to me, but I'm trying to like candle my own emotions as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So for the sometimes like I just try to let her like vent out mm. and then on the inside I'm like, okay. It's fine, just let her say it out. Like, yeah. if, she's, if she's getting it out on her side, she'll be happier faster. I can, like, de-stress myself yeah. later on. Mm. So. Yeah, and I think that's, that's really important. It's like, you can be understanding, but at the same time, like, you need to take care of yourself yeah. too. Don't invalidate your feelings. It's it's very... Honestly, sometimes it feels like a very, like, head-heart disconnect, right? Yeah. And, like, in your heart, you can feel, like, very, like, upset with your parents. Yeah. You can feel like, I, I am very frustrated. I cannot understand. But mentally, like, I am trying to understand. Yeah. And, and then being, like, having to, like, put your emotions aside to understand for a certain time. And then after that, like, be reprocessing those emotions later on by yourself or with someone else or a therapist. It's it's tough. And, and not everyone can do it. And, and the fact that, I, I think, like, the first step 
of just like trying to understand is like good enough even if you cannot fully understand i think that's fine but it, like it shouldn't be at like the cost of like your own mental health as well and if yeah. and sometimes like you cannot have that conversation at that particular point in time because both people are so stressed i yeah. think the best thing is to just like take a break and like go back to the conversation later i think it's fine because mm-hmm. when you're in the heat of the moment like there's a lot of emotion yeah. mm-hmm. things that you say may you may not mean what you say and it may be very hurtful so i think yeah it, it's 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 very sensitive thing you know and yeah. it's very hard because some people can be like oh yeah you should do it a certain way you should do it a certain way but in that situation like it's very hard to like say like which way you should yeah. you should do it yeah. and for me i'm very self-aware of things so like when i'm in counseling sessions with my counselor i'm being self-aware and being my own therapist and talking to her and like saying things from like what she would normally say to me and she's like hey you know you're i'm glad that you're able to be self-aware trying to put yourself in their shoes and stuff so it's funny because i've got this screenshot where i'm like <laughs> diagnosing myself and like like how do you say um expressing my feelings in a way that she would say to me right right so like at one point i'm my own therapist as well no because i really get that like i was talking like i i was talking to a counselor like a while back yeah. and like I really needed someone to like talk to because I didn't want to like dump all these things yeah. on like family or yeah. like friends because like that's not their job and <laughs> they don't need to like hold on to the weight of everything, mm-hmm. right? But I realized that I had like processed and I had like scripted out what I was gonna say to the counselor because that's how I do it, right? Yeah. I, again, like I'm self-assessing and like <laughs> I guess it's a double-edged sword, like learning side. I'm like yes. This is what I'm doing. This is how I'm processing it. This is like yeah. the unhealthy like things that I'm doing. And then but the counselor there is there to like process it through with you. So yeah. I felt like I was processing and then I was just like telling what I had processed to my counselor. Yeah. So the counselor was like, "Okay, yeah, it's it's good that you're self-aware, but what I needed was like practical help." Yeah. Um which I felt like maybe I had gone to like the wrong place to look for it. Mm-hmm. Um but at the same time I realized that what I was processing wasn't necessarily like very objective either because mm. it was just all internal. So, I don't know, maybe it's like a personality yeah. thing because I, I I process a lot inside and yes. I know like we're very similar in that yeah. aspect. And it's funny because I've got like a self-aware side and a self-destructive side and the self-destructive side goes, it's fine, just do it. And the self-aware side is like, hey, you know you're not like, you know you're not supposed to do it but you've got control over it so go do it. <laughs> the destructive side is just like, do it. So it doesn't really go very well. Oh no. Because it's like, yes, I know I'm self-destructing, but I can control it because I'm aware of it. The scary <laughs> part is when you think you can control it up until you can't. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was a normal thing to be self-aware and self-destruct at the same time. And then you realize it's not. And you rethink your entire life. And, and that's like, where you become self-aware of the self-destructive behavior. Yes. And you think about why you're doing the self-destructive yes. behavior. It's like, hold on. Wait. I am the problem here. And Whoa. then, like, when that logic fails you, like, you know you're being self-destructive, like, maybe out of, like, rebellion or something like yeah. that, right? But when you feel like that rebellion is justified, you'll do it. Yes. Especially with stress. Yeah. As a coping mechanism. Take care of your mental health, guys. Yes. That's all I can say. <laughs> it is important no to take care of it. <laughs> that is great. To be, no, to be I think everybody's got problems, but it's just the way we handle them and yeah. process them is very different. And one person's problems may be different, but that does not have to disqualify what you're feeling in the moment. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've had a bad day, you've had a bad day. That's okay. Mm. 
You can't... Suffering is not a contest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, like... Yeah, people will say, like, oh, but I've been through this. Yeah. But I've been through that. You are not suffering. (laughs) I walked 500 miles in the snow. Honey, you're living in the tropics. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, like, Back in my day, we didn't have that much food. All we had was, like, porridge and soya sauce. Look at you now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Got that, too. (laughs) I remember, like, telling my dad, like, oh, my... Like, when he would come home from work, I'd be like, Dad, I'm so tired today. And he's like, well, I'm tired, too. I did, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Dad, this is not a competition. Like, you can just say, like, yeah, I'm tired, too. Like, let's just rest. It's okay. (laughs) And then, like... I, I told him like a couple of times, so it's funny, it's a joke now. So whenever he comes, so, and he's like, oh, Rebecca had such a stressful day. I was like, but dad, I've had such a stressful day too. What are you going to do about that? <laughs> but I love that you guys managed to like yeah. turn it into a joke he and yeah. like take that point of conflict and make it into something that you bond over yeah. almost. Yeah, shout out dad. He, he, he's my number one podcast Aww. fan. He'll like, Likes our Instagram posts sometimes <gasps> and listen to our episodes. Wait, does mean, will he cancel us for this one? No, he, he doesn't have any canceling powers. Okay. Yes. We we veered off topic. Yeah, we're talking about women. We are talking about women, but like (laughs) we are the women we are talking about. Yeah, you guys are very emotional. (laughs) We are just diagnosing our own problems. I'm just wondering because like there's a stereotype that women are more emotional than guys are less. Blah blah blah. I okay. I won't say like more emotional. Like everyone has the can fair be emotional. Yes. It's just the way that you express it and how much you're will like how much of your emotions you're willing to like con like confront. Yeah. <laughs> not like not okay, not not confront. Like how much of it you're like willing to feel. Yeah. Cause like you can like turn off your feelings. Yeah. You can't be numb and you can also not express them. And I feel like yeah, maybe like guys don't necessarily express it the same way we do or express it as much but i don't think being emotional and feeling your emotions is bad because it's healthy Mm -hmm. and it's something that you need to do otherwise it's gonna like pile up and it's a brave thing to do because feeling a lot of emotions at once feeling like heavy emotions it's not easy and i think that people don't understand that no one wants to, like, have a mental breakdown. Yeah. No one wants to have, like, just, like, burst into tears, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, there are so many underlying things. Same thing with anger, right? For example, if, if, if someone's angry, it's not like they want to be angry for, like, the sake of being angry. There's yeah. something underneath that. Is it, like, frustration? Is it being misunderstood? Is it feeling disrespected? Mm-hmm. All those kind of things. And I feel like, yeah, like, in a sense, like, I don't really see many guys expressing their emotions or tapping into them and, like, yeah. knowing how to deal with them, like, healthily. So, and that makes me, like, worry, like, even for, like, my brother and my dad. Because, like, we don't really have so much, like, emotional conversations. Like, yeah. I do have, <laughs> I do talk to my dad about psychology. Like, that's a bonding topic that yeah. we talk about, which is great. Um, But sometimes I get worried for, like, my brother. Like, if you're not expressing your emotions, like are you okay? Like, yeah. are you really okay? Because, like, on the outside, like, you look strong and all, but, like, are you really okay on the inside? Mm. And, yeah, I think that's, that's my take on, like, the whole emotional, like, women are more emotional kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird because I tend to have more emotional conversations with guys because it's not within, like, the culture of male friendships, or at least not the ones that I'm exposed to to talk about how you feel. To find a guy who, like, 
is very open about how he feels with other guys is not the norm yeah. is what I found mm. and I think part of it yeah sure some can see it's like okay yeah toxic masculinity and all of that stuff like oh men can't feel emotions because that yeah. makes them weak but <laughs> they need to be macho yeah but that's not necessarily true I think there's more strength in confronting how you feel than letting it sit and fester and turn yeah. into anger or violence yeah. or some other outburst and I think that's why things like sports and art are so important because they give you a healthy outlet yeah. to express what you're feeling even if you don't necessarily have the vocabulary to express it mm -hmm. and that's also why it's important to be like well read or mm -hmm. expose yourself to different things because all of these things help you to find words to understand yourself I think at the end of the day a lot of us are just trying to understand ourselves it doesn't matter yeah. if you're a guy or a girl everybody just wants to understand themselves better even if they don't realize it mm. we're searching for things that make us who we are and we're searching for things to like put our identity on mm. but if one part of this identity is taken away where does that leave you are you comfortable enough with who you are to have that part of you removed and still stand mm. yeah and what you talked about like reading up is so important because um we learned about this in like psychology class about like how um you can only understand certain concepts or, or, or recognize and see certain things when you have a label for it. Like, I think back then, they didn't have like the word for like blue. Oh. So that the way that they described blue in like literature was very interesting. So, and then they also like did this experiment with like, I think different like people groups and how like in their language, this one people group had like more words for mm. green, like for the different shades of green, and the other group had less. And then they gave um, the two groups the same like like picture, and there were different shades of green. Ah uh, no, there was there was one dot that had a different shade of green, and the people that had more words for different shades of green managed to find the dot faster and it, uh, and more accurately. So I think it goes to the fact that like. In order to fully like um, recognize something and like see it and sight it, like find it in our lives, be it emotions, be it like being able to understand how we process, we need to read out about it and we need to learn how we work as well. Yeah. And that self awareness is gonna like that self awareness is like the start of growth because if you're not aware, you don't know what to improve and you don't know what to like what is good and what is bad, and you don't know how to like grow. I think that's a good place to wrap up. Mm. It's like, okay, what are, what are the points that we learned today? Try to understand each other, but don't let that invalidate how you feel. Mm. That yeah. was like Danny's point. Um, understanding the context behind why people are the way they are. I think that was mine. And then um, Rebecca's is... Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much. I think like all the stuff that we talked about like overlaps, you know? Yeah, it's it all like, kind of overlaps. It's like communication, like understanding, and then just being like self-aware. And then with Setting those borders things, as well. Yeah, boundaries. boundaries. boundaries yeah. And then that's where growth comes from. And it, at the end of the day, like it, it's very easy to like see society and then like lump people into groups and then like label these groups a certain way. But at the end of the day, we're all made out of individuals and the change starts with yourself. 
Mm. And if you want to change like society, then you need to start by understanding yourself better, mm-hmm. understanding the way that you work, so that you can better understand yeah. other people. And they will be like, hey, this person's like understanding. Now I want to like learn to be understanding mm-hmm. as and well. being open, being, being open. open to learn yeah. and and being. Um, don't be afraid of being like wrong. Yeah, yeah. You learn from mistakes. Yeah, and you grow from them. And failure is not something you have to be ashamed of. Kaylee, any final words? Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, I know this was supposed to be a like woman's episode. I don't know. That feels like <laughs> not really the main point anymore. I think that's okay because everything we talked about is not just specific to women. It's specific to literally anybody. It doesn't matter like what you identify as. I think um, as long as you are trying to understand yourself, that's what trying to understand yourself and the people around you that's what we were mostly mm. talking about today to kind of sum it up wrap it up in a little boop package <laughs> package <laughs> understanding yourself understanding the world around you and you don't have to be it's not specific to any specific like gender identity it kind of just encompasses all and that's a wrap on today's episode of the Socially Awkward Podcast. We release new episodes on the first Saturday of each month on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. If you like today's episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram at the.sociallyawkwardpodcast. See you next time!